Welcome to this ACS podcast. I'm Giacomo Gamboni from the London office and every week I'll be chatting to my guests about travel and music. For copyright reasons you'll be able to hear 30 seconds of each track. You might also need a music streaming subscription. For full versions of the track please click on the YouTube link in the description. Enjoy! today is uh, a Spanish tour manager. She has lived in Spain, in England, in France, in Mexico, in America. For us, she works mainly in England, France, and of course, Spain. We're going to Saragossa, and our guest today is Almudena Caso. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. How yeah, are you? I'm fine. Uh, and it's, uh, it, it's all good. And uh, how is... Uh, How is life in Zaragoza? Uh, life in Zaragoza right now is it's pretty okay. It's much better than it's been for the last two months. Um, right now in Spain, we are going through a deconfinement uh, phase. Um, so we can, you know, kind of have a normal life, um, which we didn't have for the last um, 50 days or 60 days, I, I don't recall very well. Um, so life is good. We are also starting um, to have very good weather and we are like, you know, geared towards the summer. So um, lives are not full of people, but are more crowded than they have been. And that's, um, that's always a good sign in Spain, because as you know, we like to live in the streets and we like to socialize a lot. So that's, that's always a, a happy street when it's, uh, there's some people around. It's movie time again. Um, I, I've never <laughs> been to Saragossa. What is the main attraction there? And uh, if you could describe the city in a few words. Yeah, for sure. Um, Spain is the seventh uh, biggest city in Spain, um, I believe. Um, there are 700,000 inhabitants. Um, Saragossa is not a very uh, touristic city, just because there are other more beautiful cities, so to say. Zaragoza uh, nonetheless is beautiful. Uh, we have the river Ebro. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's one of the biggest uh, rivers in our, in our country. And we also have the um, Pilar Basilic. It's a very beautiful basilic we have in the city. Uh, we also have La Seo Cathedral. And those two are probably one the two main um, architectural uh, features that we have. There's also a very nice historical area. Um, and it's a very historical city um, and and the landscape is really nice because we are from La Ribera we say which like means we are people from the river um, so that's 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 something I really like and there's also very good tapas very good restaurants um, and it's a very nice um, Spanish town I would say is it uh, was it also did it have the expo in 2007 is that right Yeah, we, we had it in 2008, ah, I believe. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have it now. Um, we, we had a lot of, um, you know, visitors during that time. Um, and it was a really big moment for the city. And it was really wonderful because it really helped um, the city to develop, especially around the river. Um, and now we have a beautiful park in that area where the expo um, was. Nice. You have some space to, to chill along the river. Um, yeah. So um, in our uh, in our podcast, we are going to talk about songs and their meaningful relationship with cities in in, the, in your life, in your travel experience. 
And uh, the first one you've selected is um, is from a, a singer that I really love. And uh, would you like to tell us about it? Uh, are we talking about Jan Manuel Serrat? Exactly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jan Manuel Serrat is one of the uh, most important singers. I mean, one of the most important singers in Spain. He's from Catalonia, um, and he he was very he was very popular, especially during a uh, you know my 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 parents' generation. So he's he's like an older. Uh, you know, traditional in the sense of like he's been there in the popular culture since I was born. That's that's okay. what I mean. Um, so Jan Manuel Serrat, um, he's a singer like here yeah, from Catalonia. He has songs in in Spanish. I believe he has some songs in Catalan. Um, and the song that I have uh, selected is Mediterranean, which I think is like one of his most famous and loved um, songs. Mediterranean talks about. Um, he describes himself, but he also describes so many other um, other people in Spain, like like me, like we are Mediterranean. So he yeah. describes what it, what it means to be Mediterranean, what it means to come from this area, uh, and it, it touches our soul in a way because we. I mean, I'm 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 not from you know the coastline in Spain, but regardless of that, I I feel very Mediterranean in the way, of course, we eat, but also in the in the way we relate to our landscape um, and how we socialize and I really like this song because it's to listen to the song um, and and then I I mean and the song is for the Mediterraneans um, and and I can all, all almost smell the pine you know throughout <laughs> like in the, in, the, in the Spanish I don't know what's like in Italy because I haven't visited much of Italy unfortunately but uh, in the coastline in the Mediterranean um, part of Spain there's a lot of pine trees um, and that smell it's been with me since I was a kid yeah. um, because also there's like pines all over the country is this um, the, me the, the, the ones that are me the Mediterranean pine trees the ones yeah yeah correct exactly so um, so that's that's it's like listening to that song and just just having a lot of it's a very um, how to say sensuous in the in the sense that I feel a lot of things I can feel the smell of the sea I can I can smell the trees I can feel the sun uh, you know a lot of memories uh, of camping in different beaches or traveling with my parents when I was a kid um, all those things come to mind when I when I listen to this song and actually when I was living in in the US and sometimes I was homesick I, I would listen to this song and it was like it really was like yeah yeah this is my culture you would feel <laughs> so I, okay. back to Catalonia I would feel back home somehow and say, yeah, this is this is part of my identity. So I guess it's a very identitarian song for me. All right. So we are going now to listen to Jean Manuel Serrat. Hope the pronunciation was right with Mediterranean. Like okay, that was uh, Jean Manuel Serrat. And we're here with uh, Almudena. Can I call you Alma? Yeah, okay. sure you can. Short, shortened version. Correct. <laughs> so, um, in um, in in the intro earlier, I said that uh, that you've lived in many uh, countries around the, around the world, and um, and I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this next song that we, you've selected is. Uh, reminds you of a place where you've lived, right? Yes. Yes, what exactly, if... yeah. Um, is uh, The song is London Calling by The Clash. 
Um, and I, I've chosen this song first of all because I, I, you know, I had to put London in the list because uh, it's a place that is very precious to me. I spent there four years and I did my undergrad there. Um, so I, some, I somewhat always say that I became an adult in London. Uh, so it's, it's, it has a part, uh, you know, in my heart. Um, and and when I think of London and and you know because I was studying there and of course I worked there, um, you know so so many other many other times after that. But you know the, the first experience I had it was, I was pretty young, and so for me London was the place where I you know went to university and I and I had my uh, undergrad there and I learned loads about um, photography. That that's what I was um, learning there at the time. But also it was a it was a life experience. Um, and I think this song specifically um, has the vibe of what I, of how I experienced London, being a place like it's so intercultural, a place where you can really um, go for what you want. Uh, that there's so many different types of people, and also that it's a really fun place um, and a very musical place for sure. And I think this this song is very um, it's difficult to explain, but it really gives me the sense of um, how it was for me. It was very adventurous at that time to be living abroad, away from home, with friends from all over the world um, and to discovering together London and, you know, the concerts and all the art scene that I was um, into um, back at that time. So I think I think this song really grabs for me or, you know, like kind of like um, portraits for me uh, that time of like being, you know, kind of goofy, young, discovering the city and, you know, like London has all these these different faces and the different different um, environments. Do you so also I, yeah. live by the river? I never live by the river. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, this is uh, The Clash, London Calling, and of course, the city it talks about and Mudena um, related to is London. Okay, that was those are the Clash, uh, the only band that mattered with London Calling. And uh, by the way, there was a really cool exhibition uh, this winter, in the winter of 2019, in uh, about this particular album here in London. Um, so we're here with Almudena Caso, and uh, we've been talking about Barcelona and Catalonia, about London. And where are you taking us next? I'm taking you next to Paris. Wow. Yeah, we we take the train all the way from yeah. London, <laughs> and we arrive in Paris, which is something I do in my tours, yeah. so it makes sense. <laughs> do, you, do you ever play uh, this song you're about to tell us about uh, to our to, to your groups? Yeah, yeah. Ah. I like to have a selection of music for every country, so um, I have a good selection of French music, and I play this song that we're about to listen to, which is uh, "Sous le ciel de Paris." This is by Zaz, she's um, a female singer from um, contemporary from uh, from France, and I play this one. But before this one, on the bus, on the coach, I play um, the same song, but by Edith Piaf. Okay. So it's something I really like. So they, the students can get the sense of you know like the historical or the more classic you know way to listen to Paris, which is you know Edith Piaf and. And that wonderful music, which which take us back to a more historical Paris, um, and then uh, I compare it with Zaz, um, which I you know I really like having that that little game there. 
um, because yeah, I, I really like to play music. It's always fun um, to yeah. play music on the on the on the trips. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Now, also, what I was about to say is that it's um, we all know uh, you know British and American music, but uh, I think for uh, you know for groups that come from the states, it's really interesting to listen to what the local scene is or what local singers I think it's uh, it's a very very good thing to do and so yes the next thing next song we're going to listen to related to Paris is Zaz sous le ciel de Paris sorry for my French or oh, pardon my French Okay, that was Zaz with Sous le ciel de Paris. Um, we've been uh, through Europe with Barcelona, London and Paris. Where are you taking us next? I'm taking um, you to Chicago, oh. uh, the place where I've been living for two years and a half. Yeah. You know that I'm really envious about that. I've told you many <laughs> times, but yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, yeah. So for Chicago, of course, I've chosen a, a blues song. Is um, slow blues by Buddy Guy. You know, um, Chicago is amazing in terms of music. It's such a musical city, um, and of course, jazz and blues is um, there is a huge scene there. Um, I've seen amazing concerts. I remember moving to Chicago and not really knowing where I was yet, and then a friend um, took me to see, um, you know, just some. Uh, a, blue con- a blues concert and I was totally just like amazed um, of, of, of having you know those amazing musicians and just also the, the aesthetics of the bars and the people and, and I was just like in a movie it was amazing and you know with the time and and you know living there I went to several places um, listen to fantastic music and you know some oh, one night I ended up in the in the body guy um, in the body guy local um, and it, which name I don't remember right now, yeah, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been, you know, I've been there. It's the Buddy Guy yeah. Legends, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Legends, correct. And and yeah, and, and, and I had a wonderful um, night there, and it was amazing to to. I mean, he he was there, and oh, he went on stage. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does that sometimes uh, for for what I've learned. So I was, uh, you know, I got lucky, and and he was there, and he went on on stage and played with, alongside a friend of his. Um, so that was really, really um, an amazing night. And you know, something I really liked about it is like you're seeing like stars or like people who are really good, you know, um, in this music. And and but the atmosphere is totally super laid back. Uh, you know, chill, and and I like really like that that people seem to be very very close and, and and you know very humble, which I really really enjoyed. So yeah, this this type of music really takes me to Chicago. Yeah, it's um, uh, when I went there, I, I well when I left, I thought these are the best ten dollars I've ever spent. It was uh, it was a jam session night, so I was I wasn't as lucky as you were. Uh, to, to say the real, mm-hmm. to see the real, uh, the real guy, um, but uh, yeah, amazing, amazing place, uh, the, the city and uh, and that particular uh, place, buddy guy, um, the buddy guy uh, thingy. What's the name? I just said it. Le- legends. Legends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, perfect. So we're going to Chicago, and uh, we're going to listen to Buddy Guy Slow Blues. Thank you. 
All right, that was Buddy Guy with Slow Blues, and uh, we are here with uh, Amudena, who is going to tell us um, for the last part of uh, of our podcast, of our episode, what the the book that has inspired her travels, and uh, and then something else later. But what's the the read? You know, the book that has really changed a bit your perception of traveling. Um, because I I started my my, my, my first studies so to say um, were in, were in photography, uh, particularly in artistic photography. So, I mean, I've read many books about traveling, but I've seen also many many photography books, photo books, um, and I think they have been a really strong influence in, in me. Um, you know, since the age of eighteen until I was twenty six, twenty seven. Uh, because but that was the time that I was studying photography and really involved in that area um, as a student. Um, and, and there's this photographer, he's called Max Pam, he's from Australia. And this, um, this photographer has plenty of books. And one of them, and he was a traveler, he was a hippie, he was an Australian hippie, and he was a traveler, and, and he's also the type of person who journals. Some, some of his books um, are, are about traveling and also um, something that I really like. There's his handwriting um, around, the, around the photographs. It's a very particular thing that he does. And there's this specific book, which is called Indian Ocean Journals, in which he is, you know, in the Indian uh, Ocean and he's with the camera and he's like a traveler, but not a tourist, you know, more like this idea of the traveler that gets involved with the people. So there's landscapes, there's a lot of portraits, there's his journaling entries also around the book the design is is beautiful um and there's like many photographs in one page and then just one huge page into in a double um sided um, page and then there's the writing so I, i you know i fell in love with that and i think that was one of the one of the photographers who kind of like inspired me to go traveling more this idea of adventure as well i guess um and 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 the traveler and you know go discovering the world so this this book, which I really recommend for those who like photography, it's a it's a really nice uh, publication. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. And uh, the object you always pack. Yeah, I'm gonna say something that is not very um, sexy in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I always travel with two credit or debit cards. Always two. Okay. That's that's like you know I've been traveling quite a lot in my life and. Mm, there's not much that you know money cannot get when you need it if you see what I mean when I travel I always think what is that I you know want to be safe but I also what is the thing that can solve all my problems and it's like having two two cards with me because once I was traveling in Australia and I just like out of chance took the second card with me just like okay I'll take it what for these things always work well, well, one of them was um, cancelled by my bank and accidentally, and you know, wouldn't I have had the second one? I would have been in trouble. I was with friends there for sure. You always yeah. find ways to to solve things, but you know, it was amazing and it was really uh, lucky that I got the second one. So from that day, I always travel with with two cards, so I'm, I make sure that I can take myself out of any situation. Yes, that's a very very good idea. Uh, yeah, money really buys you out of some uh, sticky situations sometimes. Um, thank you so much, Mudena, for your time and uh, for your songs and your uh, all your recommendations. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. My pleasure.